0: welcome to gender nebulous this is me frida wallace and that's that's victoria Hodges. come on victoria keep that up this like is, a, who,
1: am I? A thing
0: <laughs> that thing over there am i pointing in the right direction i don't know um that's victoria and uh and this is episode 19 is it
1: this is episode wow nine. we've almost hit the big 20 I can yeah, we're,
0: al- we're almost in the uh we're almost mature
1: almost <laughs> yeah <Okay. laughs> Yeah, stretching it a bit there, Frida. When you say we're mature, mm.
0: right? So, so uh, yeah, nice to be back. Um, nice to be back.
1: We've all been away for about three hours.
0: <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Back on Sunday because this is going out Sunday, isn't it? We do what it's we're Sunday doing now ago. is we're doing a live thing during the week when we can. Probably not. Every... Probably Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're doing the Sunday thing as a record because. I know. Sometimes I'm working, so it makes more sense to do it as a recording. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, so yeah, what? Uh, so what some
1: have, lives, some recording.
0: It's a bit difficult for me to say what have you been up to because I spoke to you yesterday. Yeah. Well, I've been
1: to work today, mm. <laughs> working from home. So I've had a really, you know, industrious right. morning doing my work. Mm.
0: Well, you work and, hard. You know, you work hard. you work hard for the money.
1: I do. I do. And it's payday today, so that's, that makes a bit of a bonus. Oh, well,
0: the Milky Bars are on you.
1: Milky Bars are on me.
0: I'm treating myself to Gary Barlow's. Gary
1: Barlow wine. So what kind it's of wine the... is Gary Barlow's wine?
0: Well, whatever you said, I didn't mean it. I just want to get you pissed. It's uh, No, it, it's it's horrible, to be honest. It? What it's, kind like, of wine is
1: it? Is it red or white? It's, I can't tell. It looks like red. A,
0: it's a white... What's it said? I don't fucking know about wine.
1: Is it it's, white? There's, a, oh, whi- there's nothing in the bottle.
0: It's white wine. Oh, it's white wine. But it, but it's. Uh, I. Oh, the only thing I look at when I buy wine is the percentage and the price, and then I, I combine combine those two as a fraction. So
1: what was the percentage?
0: As, as an equation, and uh, what the was percent- the percentage? Eleven point five. So I'm not. Yeah, and what was the know, price? What's the what? What was the price? Uh, Seven pound fifty.
1: Okay. So you yeah. know, it's just it's just the, you know, I've not heard of the uh, Barry... Gary, <laughs> Barry, Barry <laughs> Barry Garlow. Barry barrigallo yep. brand of wine before it's um well does it does the um, sing to you or anything?
0: i'll let you know i'm gonna go through this while we're doing the podcast okay it could could it be magic
1: are we going to review the wine mm.
0: let's go around again maybe you'll turn back the hands of time needs to
1: be one of those episodes i can feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i'm pouring some now so that's okay a, with that. Right, you, you meanwhile
1: t- meanwhile i'm drinking coffee Oh, you're so boring. Sorry. Sorry to be boring.
0: Are you a real trans woman if you're not a functioning alcoholic?
1: Um. Well, yeah, you <laughs> could ask that question. I'm not sure quite how to ask <laughs> it, but it's a good point.
0: Shall we ask Sarah? Uh,
1: I, do like, I do like to have a glass of wine. Yeah, if, if Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. She's me,
0: got... Sarah's here. Oh, there she is. <laughs> she's, uh, she's my conscience. She sits on my shoulder. Is she, is she a Gary Barlow fan? She's pissed already. What's that? I'm completely bladdered, mate. She said.
1: Is she a Gary Barlow fan?
0: She's take that fan, not specific to thing. Gary Barlow. Okay. She's more actually, she's more of a Napalm Death fan, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Well, it's fascinating start to the podcast today.
0: This wine's kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Have you got, you know, one thing we've got to talk about before we get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Is this,
1: this oh, spare? yes. The spare. Yes, I do have a copy. I did buy one at my local Sainsbury's yesterday. <laughs> now, it's for £14 currently. But if you lo- open. Are we advertising this? Come on, Harry. No. Send it. Yeah, Harry, give us some commission. If you open, it's actually 28 quid inside.
0: I thought you said there was 28 quid inside, then I was going like this. Where's the 28 quid? (laughs) 28
1: quid stuck in the inside (laughs) cover. Oh, my God. Half price currently. I don't know why, if that's just a marketing thing. Well,
0: the thing about this, right. I don't think I'd spend
1: 28 quid on it. I
0: I haven't read it all, but my, you know, if I was going to recommend this book, I'd say this is Harry getting Mm. his revenge on the British press. This is Harry owning... revenge. It's a, it's, a, it's a revenge, but it's about him asserting his own story so that nobody can take, nobody can nobody can write anything worse than he's already written about himself. And that's the power he's got because he knows. And I think I mean, it's, his, knows.
1: it's his story without any influence from the palace and from anybody else
0: yeah because because people are going to write about him anyway all the yeah. stories in this book could be written by the daily mail or the sun or the express or whatever but he's what he's the- what he's done <laughs> is he's he's made himself the, his worst critic like he, all these stories if they came out without his permission he would hate but because he's saying now this is who i am and if you if you want to if you want to criticize me criticize me on the things i'm actually telling you now whether they're 100% how things happened that's in real kind of life.
1: irrelevant really
0: it's about own because when you live in a world where um the the press can write anything about you when they the press can like when when dramatists can write the crown and write you into that story in any way they fancy the way to be more interesting and be more and captivate the public better is to do it yourself and what meghan and harry have done is turn themselves into that reality tv more interesting than the crown more interesting than the yeah. news more interesting than anything anybody else could ever write about them so we're talking about them based on what they've actually they done t- they've
1: done the netflix movie well I'm not sure it's a movie but it's like the netflix series of you know talking about what happened harry's book is is meghan going to put out a book as well
0: I hope so. I hope yeah, Megan...
1: that would be, be another interesting kind of way of looking at it. If Megan could put something out,
0: well, Megan said quite could a you, lot. Could you she's give on... her a call
1: and ask her to do that?
0: Should we get her to come on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, we'll get
1: her on. Yeah, be interesting to see what she's got to say, really.
0: Well, Megan, do you fancy coming on and talking to us about Harry? Uh, oh, you're a bit busy. All right, thanks. Sorry, yeah, it's tried, but you may, you may want to
1: actually use a real phone when you do that, yeah, anyway. Oh, so no, we... is
0: that Megan? <laughs> it's still no, right? Is that better?
1: <laughs> of course, yeah, it's, it's a, little, a little better, yeah. It's a little more convincing.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I think Megan should run for pre- president of the United States. I don't, I, I honestly think, I think the whole Harry
1: should run for president of the United States too.
0: Well, he can't, but
1: well, maybe he can if he becomes a citizen. I don't
0: know. He can, maybe that's I, the next I think he would have to
1: renounce his. British citizenship, but I think he, I think I don't know if you still have to be born there to be president. I'm not sure, but anyway, That's some mad rule. I think they were changing and, that rule.
0: I think. But what uh, do we
1: care about that? We don't care about that, do we?
0: I care. I care about the the like the the way that Piers Morgan and people like Jeremy Clarkson were quite happy to embrace somebody like Andrew Tate, while. Absolutely, trying to destroy somebody like Meghan Markle just tells you a lot about the culture we live in. And I, and if, if somebody like Greta Thunberg and Meghan Markle can have their revenge on those people, then I'm all for it, hundred yes. percent, fully paid up. Yeah. I will back those horses.
1: Yes, have to have to agree with you there. Can't disagree. So should we get into the meat and potatoes? Then. Huh? Yeah. You ready? We,
0: we've done the. We've done the. We've done the, uh, the intro, aperit- intro. Aperitif.
1: Yes. <laughs> and now for the main course.
0: Is this the main course? For the
1: main course. The first um, article for today that we're going to discuss at great length is um, LGB Alliance activist and former Tory election candidate says being gay is a choice. Now, this the person in question here is Alex Brahman. Bramham, I think his name is Brahman. 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 Man. yeah i, I first he heard used about... to live in manchester but he's he's left hasn't he 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 used to be k- k- kind of a well-known anti-trans activist The got, thing a is kick, ca- this... got kicked out of um yeah manchester a couple of years ago by the police for being obnoxious the has been with kicked this out guy, of though... protests as yeah. well yeah, yeah.
0: yeah like, but i've he's been on my radar for a while because he used to be in facebook groups for um there was a group called uh, Reclaim Pride, and the Reclaim Pride group was really about taking it off the hands of the council again and making it a more inclusive, like uh, you, you know, more of a grassroots thing. Because it felt it felt in Manchester, like pride had been taken away from the community in a way. Mm. Because it yeah. was a lot of money, it cost the people in the village, you know, to go into the gay village in Manchester to pay, and uh, they didn't agree with that. And 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 when when the whole Gay Pride thing started in Manchester. It wasn't like that. It was just a free... But I, I suppose as things become more popular, you have to sort of crowd manage, you have to get, you know, more of a management team in to to oversee everything. So that, that's just a, a victim of its own success in a way that it becomes so popular that you have to have council meetings and all that sort of thing. But Alex Braman was somebody in one of those groups who was like, I noticed him being kind of self-destructive in some of the things he was saying. He wasn't trying to make any friends. And I think he's got some, I consider him a vulnerable person. I don't consider him a serious, like it says, Tory party candidate. He was never a serious candidate for anything. Well,
1: I think they kicked him out in all.
0: Nobody takes him seriously in Manchester. Yep. And he's, and, and, and he, and and Kelly J. Keen, you know, the, the, yeah, he, was at, he was at
1: that demonstration, whatever you want to call it, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, the anti trans activist Kelly. I mean, she's exploited him to be part of her little crew of about five people that turn up whenever she gets a megaphone out. So, you know, there's yeah. there's nothing I can say about him, negative or positive, because I just think of him as a vulnerable individual. And mm. he's saying, well, he
1: well, t- in a series of tweets on Twitter, he, he's, been, he's been saying things like, um, He said, uh, being born homosexual is not a scientific biological claim that applies to everybody. He went on to say that some gay men are political homosexuals who choose uh, same-sex relationships out of respect for women. So a bit of a strange thing to say i
0: mean it's a stupid thing to say because you know that the whether somebody chooses to be gay is you know you choose to come out maybe i don't know yeah you're not going to be choosing
1: to be gay you are either are or you aren't
0: yeah it's the same thing like because because it diminishes the rights of it it plays into the hands of people that hate us
1: yeah they try they try to make it into a thing where oh you chose to do this so it's your fault kind of thing but, yeah,
0: so you you're you, you can't have any kind of
1: yeah, it's your you own know, fault for doing that. Right,
0: this. this is what you try and do with the trans thing because they'll say, oh yeah, being trans is a choice. It's not necessarily, but being trans is a choice. It's just you choose when you feel choose comfortable when to expressing it, do
1: something about it, and when to tell people and when to transition. That's those are the choices. And I so think we, people who detransition, they found it so difficult that the reason why they detransition was because yeah. it, was, it became you know the the surrounding things of being trans the hatred and all this political nonsense oh yeah is the reason why they the transition in a lot of cases
0: well Uh, I know I know that feeling because I went through that process of you know coming out when I was at college when you're in a college environment you're kind of in a a bit of a bubble I think but when I actually had to work and in the real world I found it too hard it was only later that I forced myself kind of to get myself together because i knew like it's like a breaking point where you think right i've got to do something about yeah. this or i'll just be miserable for the rest of my life I mean, I've, all, I've, always...
1: I've always said that you know everybody has that point at which you know it becomes the right time for them to do something about it if you've not reached that point well you, yeah you know life is
0: if, if it doesn't feel like when you come it's out, be the right
1: time. it's all about timing isn't it
0: when you come out as gay or you come out as trans, whatever, it it feels like the only way I can describe it. It's like you used to be underwater and suddenly you can breathe and you feel relaxed and there's no panic. You you know it's a very physical thing as well because I used to have a lot of anxiety and a lot of skin problems and it affects yourself physically. And suddenly I didn't have that kind of asthma and I didn't have that kind of anger. Uh, Things happening to my body that, that were, were exacerbated by the fact that I was anxious all the time. So,
1: so I mean, it, it goes on to say that uh, Brahman even doubled down when LGB Alliance co founder Bev Jackson addressed his claims, calling uh, Brahman's posts very unhelpful. So,
0: uh, unhelpful is a bit of an understatement. Yeah. So, unhelpful. What she means is what she said
1: was um, stating sexual orientation as being a choice undermines gay rights.
0: Well, it undermines. I mean, that's coming oh,
1: from Bev, Bev Jackson, you know. Don't let the irony slip by you there.
0: I know Bev Jackson. I mean, I don't know what can you say about Bev Jackson? She's one of the people that tried to get me fired. Mm. You know, so,
1: and then he's he's saying um, that he chose to be gay, at age nineteen. So mm. you
0: know, what well, suddenly?
1: Broke <laughs> up one morning. I'm gay today. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know where he moved to, but he's he's left Manchester, thank goodness.
0: Moved to Bournemouth, I think, or something. A lot well, Good riddance, but I feel good sorry idea. for the people. No, he's moved to Norwich, I think that's what it was. But I just feel sorry for anybody that has to endure him, because, I mean... I'm
1: not sure why he left. There was something in Pink News recently about why he was leaving.
0: I don't think he's I'm, even I'm in... I'm not part. sure if it
1: was something to do with boy, his boyfriend or something. I don't know, but, yeah. I
0: don't really want to, I mean, I just
1: don't think, want to get I, into that. I
0: think, I think he's a very kind of mixed up kind of figure and I don't think he stands for anything. So I don't want to, I, I find it difficult to criticise him because I think he's vulnerable. and I he and probably I, is vulnerable, yeah. And I worry about probably. him, right? Everything I've seen of him just makes me think, gosh, you, you know, you. this is something that the media has exploited.
1: So he's been exploited by all sides, then I guess.
0: Yeah, because he's he's one of them people that will put himself out there, and he he he's fully able to, you know, be be the person some people want want him to be. But yeah. then then he's you know I think he's probably got to that point now where he's just he's not making any sense to himself anymore, you know. Mm. He has to keep being controversial to get the same kind of attention. And I think that's what it comes down to. I just think he's, he's got used to being in the limelight. So he has to say something more and more outlandish to get it. So maybe that's where it's coming from with that. But I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, a couple of other stories have been in the in the press this week. Is It's around the Scottish GRA reforms. So we've got the you know Tory government's spiteful plans to block Scotland gender reforms would damage UK's reputation and Kemi Badenoch would declare could declare Scottish gender recognition certificates invalid in the rest of the UK. So what 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 she's trying to do is say that you know any certificate issued by Scotland any GRC issued by Scotland would not be recognized in England. Um but, and she's also trying to Remove countries from the approved list within the gender recognition, um, act itself, there's a, there's a, list of countries. If you choose, there's a couple of ways to apply. So if you choose one, one of the methods is to, um, an overseas application route. And if you choose that route and you come from one of these countries on the approved list, they automatically kind of accept your gender recognition. Yeah document or whatever you've got from the other country as you know something they will automatically give you an english one and i think that's minus the medical requirements because it assumes you've done the same process overseas so they're, they're trying to remove from that list any country that doesn't have the same process as the UK. Do you think that's <laughs> possible <laughs> well what what they what they're kind of forgetting is that The gender recognition certificate is not the end of the process. The end of the process is getting your birth certificate changed. Mm. So if you're going to say that these gender recognition certificates from Scotland are no longer valid, that means the birth certificates that were issued on the basis of them would also be invalid. And then how do you differentiate between a trans person's birth certificate and another Scottish person's birth certificate? So effectively you're saying that all Scottish birth certificates are now invalid in England
0: yeah well, i mean the thing, there's, there's right, so many consequences I, I,
1: coming from what they're trying to do they just don't think we're going to be on their own hypocrisy well,
0: well, right what i'm thinking now is i don't know about the minutiae of all that i'm thinking mm. who's kemi badenoch i'm thinking who's kemi paying Badenuk. kemi badenoch is bought and paid for she's she's a lobby group Tufton yeah, Street person. Awesome. She, she yeah. she's she's. When you listen to her speech, she's very eloquent. She's very she's a good orator. She's good. She's a, she talks a good talk. So she's valuable to certain interests in who in, in, uh, are linked. She's linked to the um, the usual kind of Tufton Street people. What they call the cult, the New Culture Forum. That's what I was trying to think of. And this think tank pushes the ideas of anti-LGBT rights and anti black lives matter, they just use black people in, in in those conversations. You'll see it all the time in the, you know some of the right wing media. They they, they, they they boost black voices, black conservative voices because while they are endemically racist, they don't have any scruples about using somebody like Kemi Badenoch or Dominique Samuels or there's a few others I could name, and 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 i I find it really insidious because she's not saying anything that isn't pandering to the status quo. She's not making any kind of radical like if if you're from the if you're from the kind of politics where you you know I've got, I, it's hard for me to speak about because I'm not black, obviously. so I'm speaking um I'm, I'm sort of speaking as a whole about this idea. That if you're from a certain background, your politics are going to go a certain way. So, while somebody like um, what's she called, Abbott, um, the Labour lady, I forgot her first name now. Um, yeah, she'll she'll get admonished for having a drinking a, a <clears throat> pina colada on the tube <laughs> because the same people that hate her. And one-earsed silence. And, and during the whole kind of Brexit kind of time, they, there's no black voices speaking up for, um, on the conservative side of things. So they need those voices because when you, when you have a, when you can say we're multicultural in government, you can get away with more, even though those people don't represent anything to help anybody on the ground. You know, you you could have all kinds of people and say, oh, look, we've got a diverse parliament. We've got a parliament of women. We've got a parliament of ethnic minorities. It means nothing because the same people are bought and paid for from people higher up who recognize that they can use those voices. They can use that as a tool now. And um, that's just something I've noticed. I mean, it's, it, it's not gone unnoticed by a lot of people. You know, there's a magazine that I follow called Galdem, and they did an article about this where they, they were talking about the rise of the black conservative and what does that mean and who pays for them. And and, she, and Kemi Badenoch is very much in that that stream to me. She doesn't represent anything realistic. Uh, she doesn't represent any social justice. She just doesn't represent anything of change. It's about upholding the status quo and it's really weak. That's what I feel about her. And then when you you see articles like this, where she's challenging the GRA, she's just working on behalf of people like Michael Gove. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing I can think of when I see this. So, yeah, (laughs) a little rant there about Michael Gove. It comes to Michael Gove because he's part of the New Culture Forum. And it might sound a bit like conspiracy theory shit, but if you look at Tufton Street and you look at who they're attached to,
1: yeah, I, I mean, all ties back to that. But you know, this this story, um, where they're now trying this other tack with the with the G R A forms. They, originally, they were they were talking about using some clause thirty five or whatever it was. I can't remember exactly what it was now, but they seem to have backed away from that idea because they knew it's not going to work. And that was that was the law where they were they were they were considering to, you know, just not approve um, this, mm. not give it royal consent. By using some legal method, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they've kind of given up on that idea, knowing it was too dangerous and it was, it was helping Scottish independence too much for their taste. Mm. So they've switched to this other idea where we'll just invalidate um, Scottish GRCs. Yeah, we just so remove, like, it's, remove it's, a, it's... <laughs> approved countries from the list. I mean, it's like, like when when you can't people... do you that way, so let's try another way. You know.
0: Yeah, so when you when you can have, I mean, the prime minister of this country is now an Indian descended. Person, but what does he represent about you know ethnic minorities or people struggling in this country? What a
1: lot. He's also a millionaire, billionaire. And,
0: and Suella Braverman or Priti Patel or Zagawi Radcliffe, what's what's his name? I I, I just they, they don't represent anything of of grassroots politics or changing the no. the, the, the systemic problems in the country. They just do. They they're fully paid up members and perhaps controlled by, you know, without getting too conspiracy theory about it. But, but is they, it
1: difficult to, you 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 would struggle to prove anybody's controlling It these. doesn't
0: have to be a conspiracy theory. It might be it?
1: linked in with Tufton Street things, but yeah. Yeah, it but it doesn't, conspiracy.
0: you don't have to have a conspiracy. You just have a path of power. And these people mm. know they have to say certain things to get what they want. So it's not like somebody's up here going, right, I'm gonna pick this person to be the face of this. It's just these people down here and see the see the shape of the ladder, and they know where it leads, and they know and and because they're so void of empathy, they're so void of any kind of real humanity they they see where they want to be, and they see the tools
1: of the Conservative Party.
0: It's a career path. It's not about helping anybody's improving anybody's life, is it? So interestingly,
1: so- interestingly, whilst this is going on, um, the Welsh First Minister mark drakeford has said that he supports scotland's gender self-ideeing system and will welcome a similar system in wales so i thought that was quite amusing that you know it's only england which are you know turf island um,
0: Yeah, it's this westminster, West well, westminster boy, you know the the, the devolved nations so they, they're progressive I wales has the
1: same devolved powers in this regard as scotland to bring this change forward but you know that They'd have to get that devolved power first, but the fact that he's even come out and said that, yeah, we would like to do this too. I mean, we'll support would something. it that means that, that Wales would recognize the Scottish gender recognition certificate and England would do whatever they're doing? Would... It's, it's, it's going to cause a lot of problems.
0: Would it be controversial to suggest that Wales, Scotland, and Ireland should get you know start a kind of front against?
1: Well, what, I, what I've what i been saying is that, okay, so you've got the UK, right, which represents those four countries. And it was England that wanted to leave the EU. So why didn't England leave the United Kingdom and let the rest of the United Kingdom stay part of Europe? If England wants to leave, they could leave the UK, they could leave Europe and be their own little thing outside the UK, outside of Europe, and that, that's that. They're happy. And then let the other countries, let the other three countries remain as part of the UK and as part of the European Union, I mean, and that would have been a good solution.
0: The whole Brexit thing is a mess.
1: It is. It's like, and, and the know, only... we're the... now really starting to see the impacts of, of these Brexit decisions and how it's really affecting us.
0: But it's always interesting to note that the same people,
1: same people, were keen were
0: keen keen to make Brexit happen, are coming from the same. It's interesting how the places and kind of like
1: the anti-trans people are also Brexit supporters. you know, how oh, why I is mean, that?
0: I mean and, not always, not always but there's, a,
1: but... there's a definite correlation between being a conservative, being a Brexiteer and being a trans well,
0: I don't I don't even think it's that like that. I don't i I don't think they're anti-trans. I just think this they're using certain issues because the public can be manipulated in a certain way by certain issues so like why somebody you could say oh yeah this uh, kemi bad is anti-trans but she's probably anti a lot of things she's probably anti-abortion she's probably anti uh lgbt plus overall but you see the trans thing is where they can get a shoe in yeah, so, yeah. in the media because it's like a step in what because we call
1: the wedge the wedge issue
0: yeah, because you can't just suddenly go out and say, "Right, we want to." I don't agree with being gay because that would be completely abhorrent, and they know that, and it is. But if they say, "Well, what about trans women using women's toilets?" that they'll see that as a debatable issue, and that's why. So that's yeah. why that's the way they can they can crack open that mm. that little Pandora's box, and that's what they hope. That's why trans issues have been co-opted by the right. It's not because they hate trans people necessarily. It's because they can see, they just hate a lot of things. They just hate anything progressive, anything, you know, um, that they consider to <clears> be <throat> liberal, They hate anything. And because they, they're frightened of it, because I don't know what it is. I don't know what the mo I, I'd love to get into the mind and of somebody like Kemi badenock and understand, but, you know, sit down with her and say, look, Kemi, if you ever tried acid...
1: <laughs> I challenge you okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a challenge live on our show here um to actually have that conversation with kimmy badenock
0: well I, what i might do lay down to, the
1: gauntlet to you frida
0: i'll get a cardboard cut out of kimmy badenock and we can we can we can we can take some of the words she's already said already and i'll respond to that
1: okay okay and that yeah. might
0: give us an insight
1: you're going to use some green screens and stuff to make sure it works properly i yeah.
0: could always ask harry Harry, what do you think about racism in the United Kingdom?
1: What does Sarah think about Kimmy? I
0: think it's fucking terrible. What does, what does
1: Sarah think about Kimmy? Sarah? Yeah, I'll say Sarah, Sarah's I opinion.
0: I think Sarah's had too much of Gary Barlow's uh,
1: Honestly. Oh, no, this is.
0: budget plonk. <laughs> what What are we asking?
1: We're asking Sarah, if, you know, her opinion on Kimmy Baddock and the GRA.
0: Right, she she just thinks she's a bit of an idiot. That's you know, that's that's it. Um, that's <laughs> okay. it. Really, she's very she's very forthright. Is Sarah?
1: Sarah, if you ever want to stand in for Frida, just let me know, and um, we'll we'll set something up. Yeah,
0: <laughs> people are going to think I'm mental.
1: <laughs> no comment.
0: <laughs> We've got talking books.
1: We, yes. <laughs> so that that's kind of you know concludes our discussion on the scottish gra there's, there's like three stories there, you know the tories trying to stop it yeah the just... Wales trying to do the same thing themselves it's i mean they've only got a few days left before they have to actually do something they had a limitation of 20 days to do something which is going to be running out very soon so the, the, the thing i'm not that... sure how I... they're going to do this they're talking about using some kind of uh legal method <laughs> That doesn't well, need to go to Parliament. I'm not sure, but we'll all see. the
0: people anti this, all the people that were pre- protesting in Scotland, the whole four women Scotland lobby group that's funded by Whitehall, uh, failed massively, and they 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 they're rubbing their they are nursing their wounds now, and I think they 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 want to try and come back with something. Because you remember a couple of months ago, it was all about J.K. Rowling and women only. Uh, sexual assault yeah, yeah. services yeah, yeah. or services yeah. for women and and where's yeah. that story gone where's that story gone now well, it's vanished it's
1: just vanished completely
0: because yeah. the only function that story had in the news was to to be part of this thing now, no, it was, now it was all
1: related to uh scotland's independence wasn't it and this and this gra reform
0: yeah and um they know that there are a lot that They're not interested in helping women, those people. They're not interested in providing better services, more services. They're just interested in leveraging politically. And, you know, Nicola Sturgeon, no, you know, she's she's, she's not stupid. She knows exactly what's going on with that. So that's why she doesn't take them seriously. That's why she doesn't address them. If you're going to get your you know, your you muff out in the Scottish Parliament.
1: <laughs> Fake muff. Oh, yeah. What, what they it? Call it? was it, What was the word they used for it? Was it? Merkin. Merkin. Where does that word come from? I've never heard that. As, know, before this like... came along, I'd never heard that word before.
0: As if there's a word for something like that. I know. It's like... do, do you like my merkin?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you, by the way, Frida, do you, do you own a pair of Crocs?
0: i do not and i will never wear a pair of crocs although i know people that do
1: funny crocs uh, story in the news this week it was around rupaul's drag race uk star river medway i'm not sure which season they were in but anyway river medway has accused crocs of performative allyship after allegedly dropping out of sponsoring drag con over fears of backlash from the extreme right so crocs well, the shoe manufacturer have, yeah, well, um drops our sponsoring Dragcon. Apparently Dragcon was down in London uh the first week in January. I wish you had known that because I would have probably gone. Um yeah, so God knows what's going on there.
0: Well, the the interesting thing about crocs is, I mean, not wanting to be associated with the right, is that there, there were the crocs have worked with Balenciaga, and one of their promotional things was like a sort of heeled croc. And I think if, you know, it, it, they they thrive on this kind of publicity anyway, so it's not gonna it's not gonna detrimentally affect anything. But I I, I understand what they River Med was yeah, where... like. They,
1: they, they pull out on the on the threat of some extreme rights, you know, not liking what they're doing with, you know, sponsoring this event, and they just kind of walk away without even putting up a fight. It's like you know, performance.
0: Yeah. yeah, I do enjoy anything like this though, where it's kind of you know I, I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's
1: really bad marketing from crocs because you would think crocs is something that lgbt community would be probably one of their biggest customers for their product um, the biggest
0: customers for their products is chefs
1: yeah yeah chefs wear them on quite a lot i'm not sure why but um, they do sell a lot of kind of multicolored and like highly fashionable versions of crocs i, th-
0: I think what it is with is so crocs... they're
1: really damaging their own business there by doing that
0: Crocs are so ugly; they become like a sort of political statement. Well, I mean, it's like an anti. That's one of the tweets
1: that she actually mentioned. Yeah, she was, it's an anti-fashion that, uh, statement. She said, "She said Crocs are also effing ugly, anyway." So.
0: Yeah, because that's, that's why they have that a reputation. Because, like, it's like something that's like that. Was Maybe they're
1: comfortable. I don't know. Are they comfortable? You could probably use them in the shower. I don't know.
0: It was something that was utilitarian. They were just made for a specific kind of. They were just like cheap plastic. Yeah, there's nothing. molded there's shoes, nothing, man. nothing high fashion. Nothing coutured. Yeah. There's nothing that they're, they're totally utilitarian, and that is why they become this thing. Because what, what if you just if you juxtapose an extreme with a with a another, then then you get a result. Unless and, and Croc is the result of one of, one of those don't you know those pairings of things. It's like somebody, somebody an eagle-eyed kind of fashion person has seen the croc and go, that is so ugly. It's fucking, it's, it's going into the direction of art.
1: Yeah. And that I is think, the- I think the reason why they were attacked by the far right is because, I'll just read off the web page here, it said, crocs were featured on the events exhibitors list for the main stage and were set to offer a limited edition Ru Peter gibbets charms, whatever those are, I have no idea. You've got as to- as- as well as a sponsors, as well as sponsor a children's fashion show on the Sunday. So it's probably the children's fashion show, mm. which is the reason why the far right got involved, I think.
0: I have no idea what the far at, right well, is. Well, at a
1: drag con event, you know.
0: I don't get it. We all know the
1: connections between, you know, what's been going on with I, drag race and all these kind of far right things yeah
0: i might be missing something here but i just don't get this far right connection and i, I the, the the way i see this it's like with anything because fa- the worlds of fashion and art like to think they're connected and a lot of the times they're not because um but designers they always look for that thing don't they that is the edgy there's the, the, something that's edgy and it's like it's a, it's like one of the main kind of Uh, Tenants of art in the 20th century is like you challenge beauty all the time if something if somebody says something's beautiful that is going to become a bad thing because you what what art is essentially is anti-fascism and the idea of beauty is it can can have once you define it and you say this is a beauty standard so something like the croc represents something that's anti-fashion and anti-beauty and it's and, and once it has that reputation of being that kind of ugly thing then that's when the designer will look at it and and use it and i think that's what that's what the croc thing is all about
1: and then on on the 3rd of january the washington examiner also reported that people in the u.s were burning their crocs in response
0: (laughs) burning yeah burn your crocs
1: people burn your crocs
0: it's a load of bollocks
1: Never owned a pair. Probably never will now either. But they
0: a lot of the nurses on A and E and doctors, yeah, doc,
1: yeah, they do have. Maybe they're just very easy to clean. Maybe that's why chefs wear them. That's it them because medicals because you can just they, throw them in they, the dishwasher. They, or they're
0: all they're all one piece, and you just spray them with water and bleach, and they that's <laughs> That's the reason. Then they're
1: easy to clean. Yeah,
0: nothing to do with fashion.
1: And and apparently easy to burn. So yeah, There you
0: go. I don't know if they're easy to burn. They made of rubber. Well, oh, people maybe?
1: in Washington are burning them. So
0: yeah people burn anything. the news will say people are burning anything people are burning fire because they don't agree with fire burning fire <laughs> yeah that's all that's always the angle when some when there's like a controversy they always try and find the instance where somebody's burning something the burning issue
1: the burning issue our last one is quite an amusing one um you've heard of Demi Lovato right the singer <laughs>
0: I honestly can tell you I'd never heard of Demi Lovato until you mentioned it.
1: I'm surprised. But anyway, so Demi Lovato, she got a new poster for her upcoming new album. Um, What's your
0: interest in this? I don't honestly.
1: My interest was was just the the bizarre story, to be honest. It it just seemed like, you know, Demi Lovato poster banned for being offensive to Christians was the headline. Oh, I think it? it's offensive to Christians. I mean, if it's offensive to Christians, that gets my attention normally. Yeah, yeah so I'm not a really a, a fan of the religious. When
0: they say offens- offensive to Christians in an article, what they mean is it's offensive to a lobby group who've decided that they're offended by it and they're going to write to somebody and moan. That's what they so- mean.
1: The poster of Demi Lovato wearing a bondage-style outfit and lying on a crucifix-shaped bed has been banned for causing offence to Christians. Now, why would a Christian be be offended at that?
0: But who's Demi Lovato. Like, there's there's Just, people. It doesn't do... matter who
1: she is. She's a US singer. I think she's US. <laughs> <laughs> very famous, but not famous enough for you to know them. Um,
0: I mean, I'm I'm pretty down with the. Kids. Not really. You. I don't think
1: it's your kind of music, to be honest.
0: And what pray tell is my kind of music?
1: Well, obviously not Demi Larasso. <laughs> <laughs> anything except I just I saw was just a weird story that you know. First of all, this is in the news, and secondly, all that, you know, a simple album cover of somebody lying on a crucifix-shaped bed in bondage gear, where you can't you can't see anything. There's nothing offensive. I don't think um, there's anything particularly. I mean, why is that? I, why is that outraging Christians? I don't. I don't what,
0: know. One thing that always comes to mind, like when Christians are offended by but Christians not, not right. have
1: sex, by the way.
0: Let me tell you something. I went to a school and a, a, a Roman Catholic school and I was taught by nuns. And one of the main images of Christianity, which you see all the time, is a man nailed to pieces of wood. Mm. Now, if that isn't offensive, if that, you know, you can't get any more graphic and disturbing than the image of a man emaciated nailed to a piece of wood now anything after that i'm sorry but the christians cannot complain about seeing anything disturbing or now whether it's sexual is another matter you know there well, were a it, lot of... it wasn't
1: a sexual image it was it was like really mild bondage gear this is all the idea... of, this is a cover of an album you know it's not going to be anything extreme is it and but
0: all all the ideas all the ideas of bondage, submission, and enlightenment through suffering—you know, the bletting of blood, the putting on—it all comes out of the Christian, not just the Christian, and I'd say the Abrahamic religions, because it's all about the shame of the body, and it's all about the, you know, the idea that of, of the physical thing, and it, like we need to transcend the physical thing. We could, we, to be to be—it's almost like saying. To be a pure human being, you've got to um, destroy the body in, in some way. And it's like, th- this is where all our ideas come about um, sadomasochism and things like that. They come straight out of stuff that's in the Bible. They're not like whipping and bloody stoning people. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I know stoning.
1: The, I, stoning is quite offensive, isn't it?
0: I know they didn't do that for any kind of pleasure. But the thing is, like, if you've seen The Passion of Christ and you've looked at any imagery, any kind of paintings, religious paintings of Jesus or the suffering of Jesus, there there isn't... You cannot decouple it from this fetishistic kind of thing that the Western culture has built up around it. It's like, you know, it's... It, now like I know Jesus wasn't. I know Jesus wasn't seen in leather and latex. And but if you would, if you could paint an image of Jesus in leather and latex or whatever it was, it would look like Elvis. And people, <laughs> the, the myth around the myth around this idea of the holy figure, you know, and it's like the iconography that this exists in everything we we um, we praise in the West because it is a West thing.
1: But yeah, but this this story is—it's a bit like the you know you remember when Madonna did like a prayer that was condemned by Christian organisations as being blasphemous. I mean, this is this is the same thing, and it's now twenty twenty three. You know, we've not moved on at all, have we?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's like when when in I remember when uh, Marilyn Manson was a thing, and it was like, oh, this is so controversial. It's really not. It's just plays into exactly the same iconography yeah. and religiosity uh there's nothing particularly subversive about it because
1: but all it's gonna do is, is is this this article will just boost sales for Demi Lovato anyway you know well, that's
0: maybe, it. I think that's what it's always about maybe, maybe that's what it's about really anyway so so you know like if um you know you know when they they do these ad campaign ad campaigns now for like certain fashion brands and stuff. The user you might not notice it, but you see religious iconography all the time, the way that people are posed. Do you know you'll see people's hands gestures and things like little things like that that is the way that mary would have been depicted and on, on in, a, in a they they look at art and then they transpose that to, to advertising all the time so you, you could see probably do these. a
1: whole episode on art and religion icons and all that kind of stuff
0: well i, I mean i, I could do that on is, your own this, by the way this is one of my little hobby <laughs> things because i I'd You do i mean you
1: could what we'll do we'll we'll have you on that side and we'll put sarah on this side and you can talk to sarah join that episode so,
0: so is it just me and sarah it, doing the podcast? yeah yeah so, so you, you're you're fired
1: <laughs> i'm gonna take a break that for that particular episode because i know you'll you know you, you'll have a lot to say <laughs> this
0: is uh so so yeah because i because my my hobby in like my well it's hobby i say hobby but I, I love looking at history of art and you know it's what i studied isn't it but uh mm-hmm. i like to look at the way images are used like like i can look at an advertisement thing and i can tell you where that image originates and it's I mean, it's a
1: faci- it's a fascinating, it's fascinating in... subject really when you start looking into the reasons why certain images are used yeah it's like one of
0: the my origins. favorite the
1: origins of how you know why why that image is important
0: you know you know you're familiar with the the movement impressionism yeah so so edward monet one of the one of the first ever instances of advertising in art goes back to that because people think andy warhol kind of did it with the soup cans and all that but on the first ever depiction of a a modern advertising logo is in monet and it's in the the bar at the follies and you see the woman in the mirror looking at you and on the bar is the bass logo the triangle and that is the first ever depiction of advertising in art so it goes way back further than warhol that's that's what i'm saying about so so if you if, if you look at if you look at it as a lineage of images they're all connected there's not nothing is in isolation this wine's not bad actually you know <coughs>
1: I'm just wondering what, what Sarah thinks about your most recent comment there.
0: It's just more rubbish from me, <laughs> I think. That's what says I need to pipe down.
1: <laughs> t- well, that, I mean, that's the end of our topics, Frida. We don't have any more for today. Um, it's been a bit of a quiet week this week in the old... Um,
0: have you got your Harry book? My,
1: my Harry book is in the other room, so... No, I don't have him handy. Do you want to read it's, a little passage out of it? I you? was
0: trying to find the bit where he meets the spice girls.
1: <laughs> Is there any yeah. juicy bits you found? Yeah. I've not started reading it. I mean, do, oh, do, do it's full
0: mean, of, it's full of juice. Do you wanna
1: re- uh, wanna read a little bit? I'm just Are, are we allowed at... to do that? I think we're allowed to do that in a, that, in a news does... reporting way, aren't we?
0: We're not gonna refringe any copyright, are we? No, I think
1: if you do it as a as a, like a I'm quoting this in a news 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 article way, it will be okay.
0: You know what? I don't want to read something I've not read. Yeah, okay. Because, th- because I don't, you know what I mean. I, I,
1: what does it say? Is, is there anything on the back, like critics and stuff?
0: It's a nice little picture of
1: him. There's a picture, okay. Is there no? Is there no kind of? Uh, me no one's. Saying. No one's. What does it say in the at the beginning, in the pretty album? It was one of
0: the most searing images of the 20th century. Two young boys, two princes walking behind their mother's coffin and the world watched in sorrow and horror. As Princess Diana laid to rest, billions wondered what Prince William and Prince Harry must be thinking and feeling and how their lives would play out from that point on.
1: So that's where it all starts really. Well, interesting.
0: Well, yeah. I mean... I
1: mean, I remember, you remember that day when of the funeral when the the fi- I think there was five the five men of the family were kind of That's walking a, behind the coffin it was a very guess, it was a very I, I vaguely moment. remember it I it, mean you know, there was there was yeah the, I think it was five of them Diana's I remember brother, Prince Charles um the two boys and who was the other guy was it was it Prince um, William
0: no um but, but,
1: Prince Philip I think it was
0: yeah Prince but, but I, the thing is that uh, I remember it being announced on the radio. Because yeah, well, she, I was
1: I was living in Canada at the time. It was a it's quite a shocking thing,
0: and it, and it and it kind of came through the news at first that she died. Uh, not, not that not that she died, but she had been in an accident. And I was like, oh gosh, you know, she'll be all right. <laughs> like bit bit of a non story, car crash. And then yeah, it slowly became apparent over yeah. the next few hours. And in the morning, everybody knew. Because it happened quite late at, on a, It was quite
1: late at night, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. So I guess I guess Harry talks about all that stuff in his book.
0: Yeah, that's what I think that's the main
1: That's kind of where it all started.
0: Thing for Harry like he's I can understand like the way he sees the British press. You know, he's he, I'm surprised he's not more angry than he seems, you know. When he when you think about if if he when you if, consider
1: he, what they've been through, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he could he saw it happening to Meghan. Mm. so it's kind of a visceral response really it's not a rational one
1: so yeah i'm going to enjoy reading the book when i get around to it i've got a big pile of books i'm supposed to be reading that's just i'm not sure where it's going to go in the pile at this point so we're we going to are we going to end on that or have we got uh, have we got any uh well the, the the good news story was the was the Wales should have gender id just like scotland i think that was the good news story <laughs> the crop oh, I don't know. story was quite a bit of funny one and the Demi Lovato one was a bit of an amusing slash controversial, one, but yeah, that's it. it.
0: Okay, well, um, thanks for listening, and we had a bit of a ramble at the end. <laughs> just, I think I've had too much of Gary Barlow's wine. You know,
1: Gary Barlow's wine is having its effects.
0: <laughs> it's it's rubbish, honestly. It it tastes it? like
1: you've, got, you've you've hardly touched the bottle. It's like it
0: tastes. I've had half of it. Look at that. Yeah. Look. Okay. All right. But it, it tastes like we, but it it you know. I'm not going to get any uh, advertising yeah, credit from Gary.
1: No, you're not. Not for that comment. Anyway, so yeah, thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Please don't subscribe.
0: forget to subscribe.
1: Please come back on the next time, which will be Thursday, I believe. Thursday. Well, we need a topic. We need a topic for Frida. Join for us live Thursday. Thursday. Have you got a topic in mind?
0: Me. Yeah, uh... you. So the topic we had
1: we <laughs> topic we had on Thursday night was um relationships, sex and all those kind of should... um, things. It was quite a good one, so please have a listen if you like to hear our thoughts on transgender people having in relationships and all the kind of complications involved.
0: Yeah, me embarrassing myself. You and who? I said be embarrassing myself
1: you're embarrassing yourself <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it was embarrassing I think it was quite informative I mean, it was quite good I, I enjoyed that anyway we will say our bye-byes and we will catch you later tassie bye